Rabbi Yona Weinrib is with us live via telephone. This coming Shabbos is an inspiring weekend going on with someone known as a renowned Judaica artist and author. Rabbi Weinrib is going to be at Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey. Uh, at 4.30, there'll be a Kalbach-style minion, then a lecture by Rabbi Weinrib after dinner on secular art and Jewish art, comfortable coexistence or clash of cultures. On Shabbos Day, the lecture during Shacharis will be illumination, artistry, or inspiration. And then in Shalashudah's time, the Jewish life cycle, a tapestry of tradition. On Matzei Shabbos, this coming Saturday night at Congregation of Asachimene, Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, there'll be an art exhibition and sale with a wine tasting and hors d'oeuvres starting at 8 p.m. A percentage of all sales will benefit the shul straight to Asachimene, Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, which I may add uh, is one of our favorite shuls on the entire planet. Rabbi Yona Weinrib, rarely do I read someone's entire bio, but in this case I'm going to. Um, Rabbi Yonah Weinrib specializes in elaborate manuscript illumination, combining a wide array of art techniques and media to enhance his exacting calligraphy. An accomplished author as well as an artist, he has published volumes on Bar Mitzvah, Bat Mitzvah, The Jewish Wedding, Hallel, the Manuscript Shiron series, including Benching, uh, Megillat Esther, and an internationally acclaimed edition of Pirkei Avos. His current work in progress is the Illuminated Torah on the Five Books of Moses. His illuminations, designs, and writings contain a fascinating interplay of artistic imagery and profound research based on traditional texts and sources, creating a visual midrash. Rabbi Weinrub has exhibited and lectured internationally and has been commissioned to design presentation awards for numerous organizations and heads of state. His work is found in prestigious museums, galleries, and private collections around the world. The art collection, JudaicaIlluminations.com. JudaicaIlluminations.com. Rabbi Yona Weinrib, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nahum. Pleasure to be here. I need you to be immodest for my first question, if you don't mind. Okay. You haven't indicated if you mind or not. The, <laughs> it's no secret that there are plenty of artists out there in the world of Judaica and in other uh, circles of artistry that do not connect with an audience, that do not get a reaction over years and decades the way you have. Have you figured out, or can you sum up, why your works have struck such a chord in the Jewish world? Um, I'll try to be immodest, but uh, I think part of it is it's not me. It's uh, There's a connection that I'm trying to take and sharing two loves that I have. One is the love of Torah and the love of art. And I think that for a lot of people what it is is what they're seeing is the, I'm taking them beneath the surface of the text. I'm going back into the traditional commentaries, the uh, the sources, going back into the vision that Chazal have in terms of looking at art. And people are seeing, hopefully on some level, that the artistry is just one facet of connections like Hashem. And when they're seeing that, it's not just the visual, but there's an inspirational dimension, there's intellectual component. Uh, it's really sharing the messages of Torah through the art. Uh, that that's that hopefully it's inspiring to people, and and I think the fact that in this particular project on the Illuminated Torah, uh, I've I've worked together with a team, and I've gone back to Gedolim, both in Israel and America, and I showed them the work, and we asked for approbation, for Haskamasam on the work, and their their brachas and and uh, encouragement on continuing the project, and we have written 
commentaries and approbations from some of the leading development, both in Israel and America. The last one, in fact, we got was from Rav Dalsky, Zechon Leracha, a few months before he was Mr. And it's not so much sharing their vision on, you know, is he a good artist or not a good artist. They're saying, can you use art to teach Torah? And I have enthusiastic uh, approbations and endorsements from some of these leading gedolim and saying, yes, you can. It's something I think, if anything, if I've been able to share that with the, uh, with the readership, people who've, who've used the volumes and the artwork, that hopefully we've done something that uh, can inspire them. Rabbi Yona Weinrub with us. And it's no secret, I might add, that when it comes to art, um, sometimes rabbinic leaders are hesitant to to endorse the visuals when it comes to photography and art. Would you say that's a, a safe statement to make? I, I agree very wholeheartedly. I think that part of what it is, if we look at the secular world, this is one of the things I'll be touching on uh, without sharing the entire content of my uh, presentation on, on Friday night, is that the world at large, particularly in the, in the arts, uh, has seen that they've shifted very much uh, in a, to a negative format. You look at some of the, the, the leading artists, musicians in the secular world. Uh, we wouldn't exactly call them paragons of virtue. I think, if anything, that uh, the, the arts can be a very, very uh, slippery slope. If we're looking at, at what art uh, and the uh, culture can do, uh, you have to be very careful. And that's why I think there's been a hesitation throughout the generations to see that that uh, we have to be careful. Uh, on the, the the flip side of that is Zekeli Van Vehu. We can use the arts in a very, very magnificent way to adorn uh, mitzvot and uh, our, our life. And the, the excitement that I've seen from individuals, both who have collected the diff- different editions and who have, have been excited and inspired by the artwork, says that, yes, there is something which is very positive. Uh, I, I know that certainly in my work, yeah. I've brought to the, these gedolim and, and, and spoken to them yeah. Uh, how to do it, uh, for example, in the Illuminated Torah, there is no uh, picture of Moshe Rabbeinu or Avram or right. the, the Avos. Obviously, right. we can't portray them in any way uh, because of their greatness. Uh, so they're all depicted from behind. There's, there's no frontal right. image of the, of the Avos. Yeah. Uh, and very often, using that, uh, we'll get a deeper understanding of how we can look at the, the perspectives of the Chazal. Rabbi Yona Weinrib is with us. You know, it's interesting. I sometimes wonder, I consider myself, and I'm sure a lot of people listening consider themselves as well, a portion of the audience, I consider myself a pretty linear person. You know, I have trouble with the abstract, and I think people who know me know that about me. And, and I often wonder, you know, I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I conclude that a person like myself has limited art appreciation because of the, you know, I think the depth, et cetera, that's necessary to grasp some of the things that, that, the, uh, that the, um, the, the artist had in mind. Um, but when it comes to your work, it strikes me, and you say it's because of the depth and the intellect that is coming through, even through the, the, you know, the, the, the artistic page. I just think it's a thing of beauty. I think it's, I'm looking at something and saying, you know, that is really meaningful and beautiful. Is, is there a difference between the two? No, I think really they're one and the same. Part, what, what I'm hoping that people will do is look at it on, on both dimensions. Again, the, the linear person, the person who can appreciate it, there is art for art's sake, and very often uh, in the secular world, it's beautiful. But sometimes they'll say, well, what did the artist have in mind? Right. I'll be the first to admit that artists can be very esoteric, and sometimes they're a little bit flighty. Uh, I think it's uh, once a person come over to me and said he saw my work, 
And he met me for the first time. He says, you know, Rabbi Weiner, I'm disappointed. I said, why? He said, you're an artist, but you look normal. I said, what, is it? what does that mean? He said, uh, you know, normally the, the vision of people in the, in the arts of someone living in a loft in Soho with a beret, uh, eating one meal a day, uh, subsisting in a very uh, meager way. I said, we're, we're taking it to another dimension. We're looking at the world of artistry uh, to the vision of Hazal. I think that, if anything, uh, Rambam, uh, speaks about and tells us how we come to love a Kaddish Barbu. He says, look at the world, look at creation. And they think we get such a vast, uh, understanding of what Hashem had in mind. What art is and what it can be is on a very microcosmic level. We're taking the appreciation that we have of our ability to create on a very small level and we're connecting ourselves to what our Kaddish Barbu is doing every day right. on such a grand scale. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's really no, I got that. Is is that without naming names and maybe without incriminating yourself, is there secular art that you enjoy? Um, not particularly. I think I, creation is, is my is the uh, is the backdrop, and I guess the the uh, what I have is a resource palette for for myself. Um, secular work is again the, the the masters, the classics. Obviously, those are things that everyone can relate to. But uh, in terms of my, my world, my world has been involved for many, many years in the world of Judaica. And I think what, what that does is that Judaica is really just one expression of the beauty of Torah. Hmm, interesting. Have, have you done, I, mean, I, I listed all the things in your bio that you've already accomplished in the world of, uh, of artistry and calligraphy. Uh, I'm just curious if this is, has ever been on the drawing board. Uh, have you ever uh, approached the idea of doing a Haggadah? There is a Haggadah, yes. The, uh, I'm not sure I listed that there is a Haggadah. In fact, uh, we've been uh, very, very uh, blessed with the. We created a Haggadah. Uh, the Wolf family uh, commissioned uh, the Haggadah Shal Pesach, which we had done after it completed the works on Bereshit and Shemos. Uh, the Haggadah is probably one of the most collected volumes in, in Judaism. Um, later, we came out with the Weinfeld Collector's Edition of the Haggadah Shal Pesach. We were pleased that one of the first editions. Uh, that was purchased, uh, in, interestingly enough, by an organization in the Midwest, was given as a gift to, to former President Bush. Wow. Uh, I don't think he used it as a Seder, but I think <laughs> it's certainly something that says that we want to connect to, to Judaism, we want to share what we have as a nation. Uh, the Haggadah really is the story of our people, and they gave this as a gift to former President Bush, and we are very uh, pleased and touched with the, uh, the, the uh, Yeshiva Beis Yehuda in, in uh, Detroit, given this as a gift to President Bush, is a really a token of appreciation for what he's done, his connections to Israel, as we all have. Uh, but the Haggadah is certainly something which is powerful. Mm, unbelievable. All right, on Friday night, you speak about secular art and Jewish art, coexistence or clash. On the Shabbos day, it'll be the illumination, artistry or inspiration. And then Shalosh uh, time, the Jewish life cycle, a tapestry of tradition. On Saturday night, there'll be an art exhibition and sale starting at 8 p.m. at Congregation Avasachim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, with a wine tasting and hors d'oeuvres. A percentage of all sales will benefit the shul. Um, I, I assume most, if not all, of your works will be on display that night? We'll, and we can't have all of them. Uh, we need a little bit larger venue to contain all of them, but certainly there will be many of the works that I have. Uh, there are things that we have, for, something for everyone. We have Regular editions, and again, the things we've had in terms of the uh, the venture, the Gibber family who commissioned the manuscript Huron, which is a venture we've gone through, thank God, tens of thousands of editions of copies uh, in various forms. Uh, we'll have things like that available. We have art prints. 
uh, framed pieces available. And, of course, the collector's edition, these are the things that we feel are, are important, that people have uh, joined us, the Tesla family commissioned the original uh, manuscript of of, uh, of the Illuminated Torah. The Renat family joined us in terms of publication. And we appreciate the fact that there are people of vision that will work together with us to help make sure that it is available to the community at large. So we'll have many things available for everyone, for the individual who wants something for a family or for people that want to have something as part of their collection. Uh, by the way, I believe the first time I ever became familiar with your work was 30 years ago at the Gibber Bar Mitzvah, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was <laughs> yes. the first... In fact, we just celebrated the uh, the 30th anniversary of the manuscript Sharon, the Giver family commissioned the original uh, manuscript of the uh, of the of the venture, which you know, thank God, has taken on various various forms in many uh, communities, and we've uh, distributed around the world. Uh, we just passed the 30 year mark, and thank God, people have hopefully been learning it, uh, growing from it, and being inspired by it. And using it for for benching to make it more meaningful. If I'm not mistaken, it was Shabbos Bracious in 1986, and I'm sure Daniel's very impressed that I remember <laughs> that. Uh, I'm <laughs> impressed as well. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any regrets after releasing a work? For instance, you just mentioned the bencher, which is now out for 30 years. Have you ever said to yourself at any point over those three decades, "Oh, I should have made that change, or I should have approached this page a bit differently"? I think uh, every every artist, I think uh, they're new creations, and, and certainly, uh, I guess the different editions give us the opportunity to to do that. Uh, we're we're looking uh, always to create, and I think part of it is the excitement is since since our our uh, one of the tools of our trade, and certainly in this particular area, uh, is the Torah and Chazal and the Drushim and the Farshim. So there's an endless wellspring of information, and we can always get better. And I think that there's something that I look at some of my early works, and I see that that. When do I do that? And I said, then I, then I come back and we see the different uh, formats and things. And I'll say, yeah, I can improve on it. And there are different ways of looking at it. But uh, that, that's the beauty of the, of the work. It's, it's constantly evolving. Wow. Uh, finally, what's it like for you when you walk into a home, and you've probably done this a million times, and one of yours is hanging on the wall? It, it's, uh, it's humbling. I, I appreciate the fact that people on some level can, can connect to it. Uh, one of my kids in, in Israel was uh, showing the... The, uh, the Asia's file, which has been one of our signature pieces, which came, of course, from the from the venture initially, and uh, and they said, well, they were speaking to them about the piece, and they said, that's that's my father, my father-in-law's piece. So, does that mean he has rights to it? They said, no, he he created it. Uh, I think it's it's a, it's a humbling experience, it's something that I look at the art. It's beyond me. And in terms of, it's a gift that a Kaddish gave me, and if on some level I can use that to uh, to share and to inspire. And really show not just the beauty of, of the artwork, but the beauty of Yiddishkeit and beauty of, of, of Torah, then on some level hopefully we've been successful. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmm.org, and of course on the NSN app. Rabbi Yona Weinrub with us. Go enjoy his lectures over Shabbos at Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey and enjoy the art exhibition open to everybody uh, 8 p.m. on Saturday night uh, at the Shul. Where are you from originally? Originally from Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I grew up in uh, in Hartford, out of, out of town, out of the uh, New York area. My parents came over after the war, 
and uh, artistry was not something that uh, a Jewish boy does. Ah, well, that... they want to be, be, be an accountant, like every Jewish boy. Well, that's why but, uh... that's why I just extended this interview because I couldn't let you go before asking about <laughs> about your influence. Look, I, I'm also in a, in a bit of an unusual uh, industry when it comes to a nice Jewish boy, <laughs> and, right. I, and I can I can also give you some interesting reactions I had 35 years ago, but. I, I, who was the influence? Who, who, who were the ones that you know that either didn't say a word or encouraged you to go down this path? My, my, uh, my family was was very encouraging over the years. Uh, again, it's uh, I've taken different directions, but when the, the uh, when the, the calling, I guess, of my Vishama said, this, "This is the area where you can uh, work together with it uh, and use the art and the Torah uh, together," it was something for me that I said. I'll, I'll take this direction. And Akash Rav has been with me, uh, really, without question, every step of the way. And I, I, I'm, it's a, it's an experience that I've had um, throughout. And being able just to share when there's another opportunity where where a person wants to commission a project or join me as a patron for one of their projects, it's exciting because they realize that they're connecting not just to the artwork, but they're really helping other individuals, you know, reach and use the the art. Uh, to learn and to become inspired with. So it's been something that, uh, I, it's, again, it's been a very, very humbling, wow. a very exciting process. Rabbi Weinrib, Jews around the world are making sure that your work will be everlasting, which must be an unbelievable feeling. And by the way, tell your manager he could use that quote because it's accurate. I'm telling you right now. Have, <laughs> have a wonderful Shabbos in West Orange. It's one of our favorite congregations on the entire planet. So have a great time and uh, good luck with everything, both over Shabbat and the uh, beautiful uh, uh, art exhibition on Saturday night. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to it. Thank you for all your help, for all the things you do for yourself and for Clyde Israel. I thank you for that. Rabbi Yona Weinrib. I could have sat and spoke with him for another hour. <laughs> Wish he would have been in studio. There's uh, so much to discuss. Five minutes after 8 o'clock. It's a Wednesday. And by the way, Rabbi Zwickler, I thank you for uh, uh, for initiating the um, uh, the uh, pitch to have Rabbi Weinrib uh, visit us via telephone this morning. Much appreciated. Enjoy Shabbos. Uh, in West Orange, New Jersey.